Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. My name is Liam Patterson, and you're listening to the RSH Relocation and Immigration Podcast. This six-episode podcast series features a variety of relocation, immigration, and housing topics related to what to expect when moving to and settling in the Netherlands. During each episode, I'll ask seven questions, sometimes more, to a topic-related expert, offering listeners some valuable learnings. Welcome back to the RSH podcast. I'm delighted to say I'm joined by our special guest, Director of the American School of The Hague, Dr. Courtney Lowe. Courtney, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and telling the people a little bit about you. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Um, My name is Courtney Lowe. I'm originally an American, but I've lived abroad for 30 years working in international education, university and K-12. Okay, so Courtney, I think we should just start with some of the questions here. With the title of this podcast being Schooling in the Netherlands, let's imagine I've been living abroad, which I have. A lot of people have. The world's becoming a smaller place, people moving around a lot. Um, And I don't have any clue about the system and what it's offering. What would be the first things that you would like to share with our listeners around schooling in the Netherlands? The first thing to think about is that uh, compared to a lot of other places where people might live abroad, in the Netherlands, you're really spoiled for choice. Their education system is excellent. Uh, English is widely available, and there are a lot of different options. There's Dutch schools, there are Dutch schools that offer uh, international curriculum, and then there are international schools, and so there's uh, tons of variety. Okay, perfect. Well, that's definitely a relieving thing to hear for people like myself who have moved to the Netherlands, and let's be honest, there's not too much exposure to Dutch language outside of the Netherlands, and English is something that... Yeah, people here are very, very, very much competent with. So, um, yeah, I think that'll be something that a lot of people will be relieved to hear in terms of the schooling process as well. Um, so just moving on a little bit in terms of, yeah, let's expand upon the Dutch uh, national schooling system and the international ones. Okay, so of course in the Netherlands, there is the Dutch national uh, schooling system and there's a, an international one as well. What could you tell me, Courtney, about the pros and the cons for each one of those uh, criteria? Yeah, I think the most important thing is to think about what are your goals and the goals for your kids in schooling. Increasingly, people coming to the Netherlands are maybe coming from abroad, but they want to integrate into the Netherlands. Well, then for them, uh, going to school where their kids can learn Dutch is probably a good thing, because even though English is spoken widely, of course, in the different municipalities, there are requirements for Dutch language, etc. And if you want to really integrate in, you need to learn Dutch. So Dutch schools are are perfect for that. Uh, If you're thinking that you're coming just for a couple of years, maybe with a multinational contract or something, and you want to continue education, usually in English, if you're a, a global expat, then there are options there too. So the thing to think about is um, Dutch schools with international curriculum or international schools. Pros and cons, it's difficult to say because it depends on what you're coming from. If you're used to a very comprehensive school program that includes athletics and, and, and uh, drama and the arts, then you're probably looking at international schools because in the Dutch system, those kinds of things are usually available through after-school clubs that don't happen on campus. They're in the municipality. So it's, it's important to educate yourself, think about what your goals are, and uh, there are plenty of choices of, of, in the whole spectrum. So in terms of uh, kindergarten daycare, starting from the beginning, what is important to know when applying and how does this work? Yeah, daycare and kindergarten are actually a hot topic right now in the Netherlands, uh, partly because there is a shortage of staff for uh, daycare and kindergarten. Um, The important thing to know about the way the Dutch system works is daycare is usually a full day program and it happens five days a week. uh, So you, you 
essentially sign a contract with a daycare company and you, your child goes there for socializing and play and, and, and obviously being taken care of. Um, kindergarten then usually is attached to a school. So you've already made a determination of what primary school or what area of primary school your children will go to. That isn't actually five days a week. It's can be part-time and it's sort of until uh, students are about four years old, which is when the actual schooling starts in the Dutch system. So it's important to think about uh, daycare, kindergarten, and primary, secondary in the way the Dutch think about it uh, rather than where it might be in your home country. Because if you think daycare is just a place where you can drop your kids off when you need to, that's not really the system in the Netherlands. Okay, so that's that covers kindergarten and daycare. And like you said, um, it's, it's very popular in terms of people prioritizing that when they move here and so I think logically the, the best thing to do would be to move on to primary school um, Courtney I mean as I mentioned to you before we started recording with my with my partner being a primary school teacher at a bilingual school in Rotterdam I know a little bit about this but you know let's face it there's a, there's a reason that you're the one who's using the answering microphone and I'm the one that's using the questioning microphone so with this in mind with primary and let's expand a little bit to secondary school as well um what for both of them what preparation would be needed for example documentation etc yeah good so the dutch system is actually divided into two types of schools primary schools and secondary schools um where some systems have you know in different countries have uh, maybe a primary a middle and a high or something like that but the dutch system is really divided at, at age 12 so from 4 to 12 you're in primary school 12 and up you're in secondary school um, so depending on if you're going to a Dutch school that's split that way or an international school that's split up typically on a North American model, um, the, the documents that are necessary are very similar, but, but you know you might need some different documents for each system. Um, usually schools want to know what kind of schooling has the student had before, what about their facility with language, and those can be seen through a transcript or report cards or sometimes recommendations from the teachers in your previous school. So it's always a good idea when you're leaving one post to another to gather as much of that as you can um, and just make sure you've got the things that are available when uh, application time comes around. Sure. And I think something that people would be interested to know, Courtney, is compensatory measures. So I think it's also good to know, does the Dutch government offer any compensation for kindergarten, daycare, primary, secondary schooling? Could you let us know a little bit about that? There is actually a really accessible system in the Netherlands to ensure that young children can be taken care of and that their parents can work. Uh, and so in daycare and kindergarten, depending on your income level, you can get um, subsidies from the government that will then uh, compensate you for some of the cost for of those uh, daycare and kindergarten. There's talk right now in the government about making daycare uh, free for all citizens and for all expats as well, everybody who's living in the Netherlands. Um, not quite sure how that's going to work, and I don't think the government's quite sure how it's going to work. I think that's a great idea um, because I do, as obviously, I believe education is the foundation of everything. That's why I'm an educator. Um, but it's yet to be worked out. But I do think it's great that there's already subsidies involved, daycare and uh, kindergarten. When you get to primary and secondary, those tend to disappear. Sure. Yeah, understood. Well, I think people will be happy to know that, that that is something that is accessible for people, especially at the early stages, as you mentioned before. Um, so I think so far we've spoken more generally on the schooling system um, and 
I think now seems a good time to focus a bit more in detail on the American School of The Hague. Um, would you be able to explain a little bit more about what you're offering at the ASH and the programs and conditions for applying? Sure. So the uh, let me back up a little bit in terms of uh, what sure. we talked about pre- previously in terms of the various systems that are available. So there are Dutch schools, as I mentioned, there are Dutch schools with international programs and then there are international schools. Dutch schools with international programs typically offer something like the International Baccalaureate, which is a program for primary years, for middle years, and for uh, the high school diploma as well. That's a program that many global expats are familiar with, and there's transferability. So uh, American School of The Hague, my school, we're an example of the international uh, variety that I mentioned. So we're not Dutch, uh, we're independent. And we do also offer the IB, um, the International Baccalaureate Diploma Program, which is uh, useful for university entrance. Uh, We also offer, we're the only school in the Netherlands that offers US-based advanced placement courses through the College Board. So that's one of our distinguishing characteristics. Um, That's also very useful for European university entrance as well as American university entrance. So we offer a very comprehensive program, uh, American-focused, which for us means student-centered, but also integrating things like creativity, athletics, the arts into our school day. So we have full program offerings and all of those on campus. It's kind of a one-stop shop for what you want to, what, what people are want for education for their children. Sure. So speaking of one-stop shops, um, let's talk a little bit about what can be offered outside of schooling. So further measures or, or guidance that the American School of The Hague might be able to offer. Would you be able to shine some light on that as well? Sure. So in addition to our academic programs included in that one-stop, we also have university guidance. Uh, so we work with students to make sure that they can make good choices for their, and parents, uh, they can make good choices for their future. We have a lot of other uh, support for learning disabilities or for um, perhaps emotional uh, issues that students might be dealing with. We have a full guidance program and counseling program built in around that as well. Um, so we, we try to make sure that we're looking after what we call the whole child. Perfect. And I think something that people will be interested to know a lot more about is the extracurricular activities that that are on offer also. Um, Could you also let us know a little bit about that? Yeah, we do a lot of uh, sports activities, a lot of what I would call clubs uh, activities, and then uh, things that are usually extra, somewhat curricular, but extracurricular. So our sports activities, um, we run full programs in football in tennis in um Wait, which kind of football uh, football soccer? european football okay. <laughs> no okay. american football okay. <laughs> but uh yeah uh, in tennis in swimming in um uh, volleyball in basketball so and those programs allow students to travel and compete against schools within europe as well so that's a a nice feature of of our program being one stop um in terms of what i would call clubs we have tons service clubs clubs on for students who like to play role-playing games and board games. So again, being the center of their um, social community, if you will. You don't have to leave the campus if you don't want to. And then the uh, extracurricular clubs that are related to some of our curricular areas are some of our most popular, the arts. We have a very robust music program, theater program, and musical theater program. Um, Our shows often sell out to the community members as well. So as we are aware, there are a lot of people relocating to the Netherlands from different backgrounds. Uh, are you aware of any special programs or, or support to make these families and children feel more comfortable in terms of special educational needs as well, for example, further than that? 
Yeah, it seems that uh, Netherlands, I've, I've moved around the world in international education, and I would say Netherlands is one of the most welcoming places for internationals. Um, there are a lot of programs that are available, whether they're offered by the municipality, so the neighborhood where you choose to live, uh, or some nonprofit groups that are specifically reaching out to expats and helping them integrate, teach rules about how to sort your garbage, how to uh, get your driver's license, um, when you can vote and what you can vote for. Uh, it's very, very uh, welcoming place, I would say. Um, in terms of special needs, also I've seen a growing um, market for not only international schools in very, even some of the smaller towns in the Netherlands, to be honest, but also growing uh, resources for students who have special needs who aren't Dutch. And that's a really nice thing to see, the prioritization for people, uh, even students with profound uh, physical disabilities. You can get subsidies, you can get uh, services um, through, the, through the local governments. Sure, that's great, Courtney. And I think there's been a lot of information here helpful information stuff that i wasn't aware of and um it's it's something that people of course are going to prioritize when they're relocated into the netherlands you know it's the the education of their children of course so i'm hoping that the listeners have got a lot from from the information that you've described there um just to recap though i think the best thing to do would be as we've discussed during this podcast just to go over one or two things that you think might be overall the most important to take into account on this topic, schooling in the Netherlands? Yeah, the most important um, to, to recap is what are your goals? Are you looking to be here long term? Are you looking to uh, fulfill a contract and move on and then make some choices based on that? That's really important, I think, in terms of finding a place where your children can be happy and, and where the education will serve their needs the best. Uh, one thing I think, though, that uh, I have to say, especially to your mobile, globally mobile uh, listeners, is you can't beat the Netherlands in terms of just kids' happiness and um, the ability to get out and get around. I mean, bi biking everywhere, etc. I mean, that that's part of education as well, I think, that freedom that kids have. And that's why oftentimes the Dutch end up as the happiest kids in the world. Sure. So let's close up by providing a little bit of information in terms of accessibility where people can find you and where people can find your school if they've been listening to this podcast and it's something that they want to pursue going forward yeah if you want to look into ash and in particular you can find us on the world wide web www.ash.nl they say in in the netherlands dot nl um yeah You've been listening to the RSH Immigration and Relocation Podcast, featuring seven questions about schooling in the Netherlands, featuring Dr. Courtney Lowe. This podcast is brought to you by RSH Relocation and Immigration Services, a one-stop shop destination services provider in the Netherlands, offering mobility services to both corporate as well as private clients. For more information about this podcast or the related topics, please visit our website, www.relocation-holland.nl. My name is Liam Patterson. Thank you for listening, and until next time. Thank you.